So Prince died on the Queen's birthday. I know, I know. Which also happens to be your birthday, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I, I was really annoyed because it kind of overshadowed my birthday. I mean, you know, come on. I didn't remember it was your birthday until like 10 o'clock. Even though I knew the day before, I was just like, oh, I must remember to text Matt tomorrow. Um, yeah, I, I think someone we know got the wrong day. No, she didn't because she WhatsApped me on the day of your birthday, but I was asleep, so I didn't see it until 6 o'clock this morning. Not you, the other one. No, no, I know. But she, she WhatsApped me at, last night, so on your birthday, at like half ten, but I was already asleep. Yeah. So I messaged back at six this morning <laughs> saying, you're a dumbass. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't have Facebook, I guess. Yeah. But I had it in my diary anyway, because I think there was a period where I wasn't on Facebook, so I had to write down people's birthdays. Ooh. That's it. Yeah, that's it's the one positive thing about Facebook. Yeah, you remember birthdays of people you don't give a shit about. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need Facebook to Facebook to remember your birthday. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Chris, his I don't know. I don't know where if he's in Azerbaijan or Serbia mm. or Montenegro. I don't know. But he sent me a telegram. Yeah. Asking me to give you an audio hug for your birthday. So I'm gonna have to go and do that now. Oh, okay, thanks. Okay. Uh. That's me walking, by the way. Right. I didn't hug you yet. Oh, okay. I was doing sound effects and everything. <laughs> there, I've hugged you, Matt. Oh, I, I didn't feel a thing. Yeah, I'm a very light hugger. Yeah. Like you'd, <laughs> uh, you'd make a great rapist, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but no one, no one would think Would I it. really? Yeah. People would wouldn't know I they really? would rape, so you'd have no problem, uh, I think. Okay. Jesus Christ, how many people have died this year so far? I don't know. Someone's saying. Uh, is, it, is it more than usual, though? I think it's because it's in quite a short space of time. I mean, who knows? We might not get any more deaths for the rest of the year. We probably will, but usually they're spread out a bit more. But it's only April. Well, it's May, actually. We're talking about events that happened a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I think it's May. I mean, it's a lot of the legendary people that are just going these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. And they're bound to go at some point. I mean... The amount of drugs half of them did. Well, I, I don't think Prince did, apparently. I don't I know. Well, because I, like, sort of conked out when I got home, so I didn't even read up about it. All I knew is that Prince died. I don't know how. That's the thing for me. I think I've never really listened to Prince before, so... Me either. So... And people seem to be really upset, so I really wanted to Facebook, ah, ah, ah not ha-ha, but the prince died on the queen's birthday because I thought, oh my god, that's a bit odd. But I thought, oh, people seem to be a bit upset about this. Maybe I shouldn't do that. It's too soon. People do get a bit sentimental, don't they, when people die? Yeah, but then again, remember when Rickman died, how sentimental we got? Yeah, to be fair. Also, Victoria so Wood just... died as well this week, we should mention, on Thursday, was it? I think, yeah, yeah it was she Thursday. Was a, she was a great comedy writer no no was it wednesday wednesday i think it was wednesday when, yeah wednesday because prince died yes yeah so prince died in april matt in april, in april it is may, may now may. yeah 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 my, and my I birthday my birthday was actually last month yeah it, it was, was a couple it, of weeks it ago it wasn't yesterday no. So I, I don't even know where people get that illusion that it was. No, I, th- I think it's 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 that head injury Matt, that we yeah, received yeah, around Christmas time ish. It really does knock us out sometimes. Yeah, I know, and then we forget weeks, sometimes months at a time. Mm. It's a bit weird. Yeah, I I nearly got attacked by a bumblebee today. <laughs> I did, honestly. <laughs> you nearly got attacked by yeah, one. Yeah, I heard one in the kitchen. Well, actually, I, I thought it was next door doing the vacuum cleaning because it can be quite loud sometimes. 
and I thought there was this vibrating noise. And I thought I was getting rather close, and then I looked around and there was a bumblebee flying towards me. And it was huge. <laughs> I've had bumblebees flying towards me. It's huge. It was huge. It was massive. I was impressed by its size. See, um, one day, one night, it was summer, so my window was wide open and I was lying in bed, right? Mm. And I heard some sort of buzzing. And it wasn't a mosquito, because we don't really get mosquitoes in this country, do we? But it is one that sucks your blood, because it had, like, a nozzle and stuff. Anyway, um, that thing had been attacking me a couple of nights in a row because I'd found bumps where it had been sucking on me. Yeah. Right? So it had hidden somewhere in my room, was coming out at night when it thought I was asleep. It was in my fucking hair. That's why it was so loud. Somehow it had managed to find its way onto my head, and then I just freaked out. I was like, what the fuck? Is it in my fucking ear or something? <laughs> so I think that's more terrifying than your bumblebee story. Me lying in bed disoriented. I'm, getting attacked for the third night in a row. I don't know. I've had a spider come on my bed and run right up towards me. That was pretty funny. Well, spiders don't do much. This one was sucking my blood. It was like a not-hot you, you vampire. You enjoy that kind of thing, though. How would... What? You're just that no, kind of person. Why, why are you just throwing it out there? I would not enjoy someone sucking you, you my blood. You said I know a lot about rape drugs. I, this is hardly, you know, as bad as that. <laughs> You're the one throwing around serious accusations. <laughs> I didn't say you knew a lot about it. I said I thought you would know about GBH because everyone knows about it. I, I, I really do not As know much about it. As a girl, you were raised not to drink a drink if you don't know where it's coming from. Yeah, I've, I've never used it and it's never been used on me, so... I can't admit either of those. Can't you? Yeah, I can, actually. No, I've never used it at all. I, then I re- sure? Yeah, I was going to make a joke, but then I realised, oh, this actually happens to people and it's horrible. Taste, yeah. So I won't do that. Yeah. May possibly have happened to the person that we're talking about this week. Yeah. Well, we'll find out yeah. in, in filler time. Nah, Pardon? We'll find out in filler time. Filler time. Yeah, that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> I thought you said for the... <laughs> By the way, listeners, you might sometimes we might sound a bit weird because we're both sick. Yeah, in the head. So yeah, this could be great episode, yeah. isn't it? We have to stay awake through the whole thing. I know. I've been asleep for like two hours. <laughs> Me too, actually. I'm... And then I woke up and saw the time. And was like, ah, oh, shit. We should probably do this. I was actually quite glad we left it a bit late. It wasn't intentional. I was hoping to do it earlier, but then all all I know is that I fell asleep. Well, that yeah. should mean we sound like refreshed and. No, no, no. I do not sound refreshed when I wake up. No. I sound like I'm so irritable and you shouldn't talk to me and I it takes me it takes me about eight hours to actually fully wake up and be an okay human being. Yeah. Yeah. By the time that's happened, my day's almost over. Mm. I'm not sure if I've ever heard you sound intelligent. Thanks. <laughs> I sound more intelligent than you. Oh. Uh-huh. Nobbed. How dare you? Oh, oh, we're gonna mention knob a bit later on. Are we? Just a little bit. Hobnobs. No, or just it's knobs? relevant to San Francisco. Okay, then. So, um, on that note, I think it is time for Tarmim to implant the intro music in this section here. Implant. Don't you, Matthew? Yeah, yeah. That was wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, it's so seamless here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really getting this hang of this podcasting thing after doing it for almost a year. I think I I think I figured out what we should do our anniversary podcast on. 
the one that will go up on the 25th of May. Mm. And I, I should probably stop saying that because chances are, us being as flaky as we are, we're not going to put anything up. But either my birthday or we do it on Killian Murphy's eyes. Oh, I Because it's his birthday Killian as well. Murphy's eyes. Ooh. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I kind of get lost in his eyes, so. Yeah, I know. They're just like drops of ocean. Yeah, drown in the ocean. Mm hmm. And it's, I, I'm fine with drowning then. So, yeah, we're about to do that. We're masochists, so. Yeah, I, th- I think we should just be silent and just think about his eyes for about 20 minutes. That will sound great. Yeah. Actually, I'll I think the listeners will out. probably be grateful. Yeah, no, no, the listeners will probably be thinking about his eyes as well. Yeah. It'd be like, so it'd be like meditation or something like that. Yeah. yeah, you could meditate to those eyes. Yeah. Well, Peaky Blinders is back soon, so I'm going to be staring at those eyes soon enough. Yeah, I've heard that's good. I think Peaky Blinders is actually back around the time of our anniversary, so it could be like a tie-in. Yeah, we have to do it. Oh, God, Killian Murphy. Mm. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) that's an episode for another day. Yeah, (laughs) let's not get too excited at this point. So we were talking about filler. Yeah. This week we are going to be talking about the murder of Eleanor, known as Nora Fuller. Mm. So, at the time of her death, or her murder, I should say, she was 15 years of age, but something really sucks about this case is because it doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Why is it always me yeah. that picks cases that don't have Wikipedia and pages? There's no, so I don't know. there's no videos on YouTube either, so... Well, no, it was 1902. Yeah, there's still, there's still videos about crimes That's that true, happen. there's not a lot on it. Um, so, I, I don't know when her date of birth is, so I'm assuming she was born around 1987, 1988. <laughs> Oh, well, close then. So need to be I, I, I think, I think, yeah, the average age is a bit higher than that in San Francisco. I don't know. There's, you know, America, the turn of the century. It's not quite the America it was now. The America is now is a bit, mm. Um, well, unless you're getting shot, you kind of, you live to quite a good old age. <laughs> I just meant health, they're not as health, well, I, I'm, there's probably lots of healthy people in America. It's just the unhealthy ones drag the healthy ones down when it comes to percentages yeah it is california as well so a bit of a mix there as i'm sure well we'll we don't know we didn't live in san francisco in 1902 no we don't live in san francisco now it seems like a lovely place now yeah lovely awesome so being 15 years of age she was clearly old enough to go out and start working yeah So, on January 10th, she spotted an article or a posting, advert, that's the more appropriate term, an advert in the San Francisco Chronicle for the position of a nanny. Mm. And she responded to the advert. I don't know how they responded to the advert by, in 1902, but it was fairly fast because in the next day, January the 11th, she received a postcard from a John Bennett asking her to meet at a restaurant named The Popular Restaurant at 5pm. But then I also read another post saying it was possibly 1pm as well. So I don't know if she was given a choice or Mm. who knows. I guess that could be lunch or dinner, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it depends on when she gets the postcard. Yeah, well, the postcard was never found, so we can't... No, it wasn't, which I found a bit weird. So how do we know? She must have just told her mother this. Yeah. Or showed it to her. 
and taken it. She must have taken it along with her. Yeah. But yeah, that we'll talk about the discovery later. Yeah. So at around five five fifteen, she did leave for the restaurant, and at about six o'clock, because it was about an hour after she left, she phoned home to her mother, saying that she'd gotten the position. It was a nice family, a nice home, and that they wanted her to start immediately. And her mother's not a complete moron, so she said, now hold on a second, just come home and you can start on Monday. Mm. Rather than leave your home and go live somewhere else immediately with a man that you've only known for an hour. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she actually said that to her, because of another thing that I'm going to jump on in about 30 seconds. Nora agreed, and she said she'd be home, but she was never found. Yeah. Well, alive. Yeah. She was never heard from again. She was found dead, but spoiler. Yeah. So her mum, for some reason... Yeah, this was strange. Uh, do, you, do you find it yeah, weird as well? Yeah, I was like, mm, you'd be a bit concerned, wouldn't you? Nora had managed to go to this restaurant and the person's house all within the space of an hour. Um, so you'd expect maybe an hour or less because she didn't have to go to the restaurant to get home. Possibly pad it out maybe by an hour if she's making small talk with the Bennets. Yeah. So she should have been home fairly soon after that phone call, but she wasn't. And her mum waited a week to actually inform the police. Yeah, I don't... Unless she had, like, a particular, like, past of just going off. Which I don't think has been noted here. Also, particularly the fact that she said, come home, you'd think she'd be a bit more persistent about that, wouldn't you? Yeah, see, with my parents... Well, it's different now that I'm not 15. Yeah. But when I was 15 and I said I was going to be home, my parents would be calling me from the hour before I said I was going to be home. Yeah. For every, every like, half an hour. No, not even half an hour, every, like, 15 minutes to check my status. It may scream of overprotective parenting. I mean, they don't do that anymore, thank God. But that is what parents do. So if, if I told my parents I was going to be home at 7 and I didn't show, home, show up by, like, 8 or 9... They probably would have called the police even though you're supposed to wait. Like, how long are you supposed to wait? I've heard it's 48 hours. Yeah, for an underage... Actually, I think... someone underage. I think it's less for someone that's a child. So if if she was 15, legally she still would have been a child in 1902, right? Because I think the age of consent is either 16 or... Consent? The age of adults are either 16 or 18 in America. Yeah. I mean, I'm not 100% sure about that time, but... I think it's still the same. Yeah, assuming it is. Yeah, it'll it'll be roughly the same. Yeah, it can't be that far. Because it's not a million years ago. It's just about 114. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So her mother didn't report her missing for a week, which we never figure out why, seeing that her mum really wanted her to come home that night, and she didn't. So when the police... Well, you go first. No, no, you go. The only thing I can think of is maybe... I just don't want to get them involved sometimes. Yeah, Some people are a bit weird about that. Yeah, but a week. Yeah, true. That's still... A lot can happen in a few hours. Why wait a week? Yeah. Like, if a child goes missing now, they want you to contact the police as soon as possible, right? Yeah. If you're expecting a child and they don't show up. I mean, if it's an adult, they want you to wait a couple of days because the adults have a means of survival and they could have easily have just gone off and not told you. I think with a child, I mean, realistically, you should get in contact with them as soon as possible. Even yeah. if they do, like, turn up, like, a minute after yeah. you say... and then you call them... Yeah, you call the police if yeah. they turn up say, oh, it was a false alarm. Uh, if it was my kid, 
I know it's 1902, but if it was my kid, if they didn't show up, I'd probably give them at least a couple of hours to come home because I know what teenagers are like. Yeah. They say, yeah, I'm on my way, and they're still, like, an hour away from leaving. So I'd maybe give them a few hours, and then if they didn't show up, then call the police. Mm. But, yeah, so I just find that really weird. So anyway, on with the case. When the police were contacted, eventually, they discovered... I didn't actually say, did I? At the, uh, when Nora called, she said that she was at 1,500 or 1,500, whatever you like to call it, Geary Street. She said that was the residence of the Bennett family. So when the police got involved, they quickly discovered that 1,500 Geary Street was a vacant property. So there was no way to contact anyone from there. There was no phone. Yeah. So there's no way Nora could have made the phone call from there. And also, clearly, the person didn't have uh, his house there, Bennett or whatever he was called. Yeah. I don't know when the last owners or, like, tenants of the house moved out. Mm. I don't, I've read a few news articles. It wasn't in either of them. Yeah. Or any of them. In addition to finding out that 1500 Geary Street wasn't the residence of the Bennett family... Um, the owner of the popular, re- popular restaurant said that the man fitting... Well, a man had come in. He was regular there. And he, he they nicknamed him... I love this. Tenderloin. <laughs> Tenderloins. Which, um, this is just a brief point, which, uh, ironically, actually, there's a neighbourhood in San Francisco called Tenderloin. And oh, is it that? is the seediest part of San Francisco, apparently. Ah, OK. Which just... I thought it was just because he liked the loins tender. Well, no, he probably did, but it's, it's interesting <laughs> that there's an actual neighbourhood called Tenderloin. They just like yeah. Tenderloin over there for some reason. Yeah, I just found it funny yeah. because when I think of loins, I don't think of food. I think of other things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, uh, talking about a 15-year-old girl here. Okay. Yeah, so he was a regular there, so they recognised him. They gave the police a description. They said that he was at the restaurant up until about 5.30, and then he went outside. Yeah. So people assume he went outside to meet Nora. And he told them he was waiting for a girl, hadn't he? Yeah, he had already told them beforehand Mm. he was waiting for a girl. Yeah. And then he never returned to that restaurant again. Which is a bit weird. Yeah. So things went a bit quiet Mm. on the case until about a month after the disappearance when real estate agents were looking around a house in Sutter Street because the lease had recently expired and found the naked body of Nora Fuller, which... Which was quite badly decomposed by then. Yeah, it's been quoted as being called frightfully mutilated, as well as having been raped and strangled. So you're not the nicest scene. No. So the lease was in the name of C.D. Hawkins. And um, should we just say what the police actually found in the property first? Yeah. There wasn't much, to be honest. No, there wasn't. No. What I read, uh, they found some furniture wasn't there or something, but enough for just, like, one room. It was two... Two I don't rooms, think wasn't the f- there? I don't think the furniture was still there. Wasn't it? At that point. Ah. No, no, I think when the police searched the property, there was uh, literally nothing there, that, apart from her clothes, her purse, mm. a cigarette... A cigarette... Not a cigarette, sorry. A cigar butt... And half a bottle of whiskey. 
Yeah. I think that was there when it was found, but they did dig into the house. Actually, I'm not sure. Maybe the furniture was still there. It was rented furniture. Yeah, what I heard is that he'd arranged it in a small room in the back of the house, but the rest of it was Uh empty, so... Okay. What I read was that he'd rented it from Mm. a place. He'd rented enough to fill two rooms. Yeah. That's what I read. And this is the weird part. The day that he rented the furniture, he went to rent it, he demanded it be delivered that day. So he did it sharpish. And C.B. Hawkins, he actually leased the house on January the 8th of that same year. So it was three days before Nora disappeared. Yeah, exactly a month before she was found as well. Kind of weird. Yeah, I find it just eerie because that's a lot of money to invest in a murder. So he must have taken... Like, I hated thinking about it, but he must have taken his time. Yeah, well, that's what... That's why he needed he needed a place to do it. Someone, I think, commented on that, and I think I was reading a Reddit thing. Oh, OK. And someone was saying, clearly planning this or something, or it was clearly quite elaborate. Yeah, it must have been, because he, re- he leased the place for a month. He leased furniture. He didn't buy anything. Yeah. There didn't seem to be any paper trail. It quite, that whole furniture thing, to me, it sounds a bit like it could come from, like, a Sherlock Holmes story almost, in a way. The yeah, kind of thing that do. happens in that, something weird mm. kind of happens. There's some, like, weird demands or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know whether they should have been suspicious about that or not, really. I think some people... Nice, they must get weird demands in loads of different places. Yeah. Like, people wanting everything yesterday. Mm. I, I, I get that a lot sometimes as well, because, well, I have to deal with sort of customers. People are going to wonder what I'm doing, because I don't actually elaborate, because I don't want to. So I have to deal with people, and uh, sometimes they do want everything done yesterday. Yeah. I think it's the same as, like, when you go out shopping. Like, some people want a bed. They don't want to wait three weeks for delivery. No, 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 I want it tomorrow. Some people are just difficult like that. So I think they would have interacted with enough people just to think, oh, he's another one of them. At the end of the day, if you're getting money for it, I guess you kind of just do it, don't you? Yeah, it's just business. So, So from this discovery, the police, because they're brilliant, deduced... Speaking of Sherlock and the dog seduction... Ah, I forgot. We're called the dog seduction. (laughs) You forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The police deduced that Tenderloin, Bennett and Hawkins were the same man. Mm. How did they figure that out? It's still a bit of a jump, I think. Really? Well, there's coincidences there, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it's 100% certain because there's no way of knowing. But I think it's pretty certain that they'd be the same person. Because, obviously, the man that rented this house planned everything in advance. Mm. And the man that put the ad in the paper planned everything in advance down to the restaurant and picking her up. And he he didn't actually stay in the restaurant when she was arriving. He left so people yeah. wouldn't see them together. I don't know. I just... How long did we go Unless, to unless the there were two people though. working as one. But also, they did have witness statements of C.B. Hawkins and Bennett. So, and they were quite similar in features. They looked the mm. same. They corroborated one another, their witness statements. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so the body was found. The police linked it to these three aliases because they didn't actually know his true identity. It was 1902. It's so easy to lie about who you are. Mm. Her friend, Madge Graham, she came forward and claimed that Nora had actually got, had a secret boyfriend who was significantly older than her. And she got the name Bennett from her. Yeah. 
and Madge assumed, I don't know whether Nora had said, I'm doing this, or Madge just assumed this, that the ad was put in the San Francisco Chronicle as a cover for the mother, so she wouldn't suspect yeah. anything, as Madge had been used as a cover story for Nora before. It wouldn't be past Nora to do something like that. Yeah. Which I, I think is a bit far-fetched, because her mum didn't even report her missing for a yeah. week. Like, how's her mum going to fucking notice? Yeah. <laughs> I also read she, the uh, Nora wanted to be an actress, I think I read somewhere. Yeah. And that he might have I don't been, think it's connected, though. He might have... At least there's some suggestion that he might have presented himself as someone who could... Make it yeah. happen. Yeah, no, I read that as well. Also, there are other people that back up Madge's story. Yeah. Like a grocer, he said that um, Nora did come into his shop quite frequently to use a phone mm. and to call a hotel. Yeah. Which I guess would make sense if it was the same person because the person didn't lease the house until the 8th of January. He might not have had a fixed abode at that time. Yeah. He could have been living out of a hotel. There are some hotels in America that are like apartment buildings. You pay by the week or the month. Yeah. And there were other friends that saw her with a man with the same description as Bennett as well. Yeah. Even though there are a lot of people backing up this story, police never really ran with it. Bit strange, isn't it, I think? I don't know why, but they didn't. They put more stock in another story. Well, there was another man, a bookkeeper, named Charles B. Hadley. And he he had a bit of um, he had a bit of a history of like stealing money and stuff like that, and he'd uh, disappeared because he'd he'd stolen money I think from a company he worked for. So was it his firm? Like he owned it, or did he work there? I think he worked. I never there, got that information. I think, okay. I'm guessing. Yeah, a bookkeeper would. They're like accountants. Yeah, so he he like was probably stealing money from the company. Um, and he got found out, obviously, but he disappeared. His girlfriend, she believed that this was him because the f- signature C.B. Hawkins was very similar to his own signature, I think. Mm-hmm. And the the only problem with this story, uh, well, she's, uh, I should say her name first, which is Ollie Blazer. Blazier? I thought it was Blazier, Blazier. Okay, but maybe I wrote it down wrong, it's fine. Yeah. They've been like boyfriend and girlfriend, but they hadn't parted on very good terms. Don't know whether to take it seriously or not. No. It could easily be, yeah, it could easily be a girlfriend who's trying to get back at her boyfriend. I mean, it, it's kind of... It does happen. What convinced the police maybe a bit more was the fact that she, uh, she'd seen him reading articles about Fuller's disappearance and it kind of greatly disturbed him, she said. Yeah, but, like, it's a 15-year-old girl that was raped and murdered. That would greatly disturb anyone. Perhaps she meant unnecessarily so like yeah Mm. everyone would be kind of disturbed but perhaps particularly kind of disturbed Uh, he also happened to be very partial to tenderloin but if if you've been reading about the case you could get all those facts together and say oh he liked tenderloin he's the murderer so yeah what yeah what i don't get about this is did they ever like she was with him at the time of the murder Mm. as in in a relationship with him yeah did she say that he went missing for days or weeks at a time during this month-long no, period? I, I didn't read that, so... Exactly, neither did I. I figured if if she said that he... Because we, we've got details about her saying that he liked tenderloin. But I feel like if she had said, yeah, he wasn't around during this period at all, that would be more convincing than him liking tenderloin yeah but i never read any i've read quite a few articles i never read any information about where he was 
at the time of the disappearance or just after? Yeah, I think the only other thing I heard about him was that he was wanted for embezzlement in Minneapolis. Minnesota. No, Minneapolis, it says there. Oh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. I'm supposed to be the one shit at places. Oh, shut up. I, it's America and yeah. they're weird places. I can say normal yeah, so places, I'm... fine. Um, but <laughs> this guy was under the name of Charles Stark, though. So he ran away from Minneapolis because he got done for fraud. Yeah. Well, no, they, he was wanted for embezzlement. He, he ran away from San Francisco, probably because he was wanted for embezzlement. Yeah. He's got form. Like, yes, it's a crime, yeah, but it's not on the level of rape, torture and murder. Yeah, it's a bit different, isn't it? Even... Like, if, if if they had linked him to a crime that was committed, a, a vicious, vicious attack that was committed in Minneapolis, then I'd get it. But it's a white-collar crime that he committed. Yeah. It's not a violent one. I, d- I mean, they never said... They never released any information about his violent streak. Yeah. Also, I feel like C.B. Hawkins and C. Charles B. Hadley, it's very similar. Wouldn't you kind of try and not make it similar? Because all, all three of Some people might, some hate. people might not. I mean, yeah... I don't know. I'm I'm not com- too convinced by this one. Yeah, but apparently the police were. Yeah. Well, it didn't didn't really help them too much. No. So like they didn't follow up Madge Graham's lead. They followed up this lead. I actually saw a newspaper clipping where the police had officially said that the murderer was C.B. Hadley, and that was, I saw that in um what's it called the Newport Minor yeah which was the April May edition like they shouldn't be allowed to say that to press because there was like no evidence whatsoever there was this disgruntled girlfriend who'd been ditched basically Mm. he'd embezzled money then left yeah well um there's a thing about reporting here that I, I was reading about and uh, this guy mentions the fact that, like, and there was because San Francisco famously had the earthquake, and this kind of meant a lot of the actual records about this case were destroyed in like the fires and stuff that happened, and so all that left are kind of contemporary newspaper reports. So they're, they're not the kind of they're quite contradictory and untrustworthy. He says so. This this clipping was from 1902. Yeah, but I mean... The one that yeah, I read it in. I, I mean, these ones were from 1902 as well. What, oh, what okay. I meant was... But they're, they're, they're not kind of... You have to take the newspaper reports with, like, a pinch of salt, really, is what I'm oh, trying to Oh, I always do. Yeah. I always do. Because there was a lot of newspaper reports about this case, because, come on, it's yeah. a 15-year-old girl that got raped and murdered. I mean, during the inquest, the courtroom was packed out with spectators. Yeah. Everyone was following this case. Yeah, Which, it wasn't too, like, conclusive what actually happened to her as such, was no, it? No, which I found weird, because, like, there was so much light shone on it. I, f- I figured that the police of San Francisco, they would have just arrested anyone and just made the murder fit yeah. with them just to close the case. Because they'd done that before. Like, uh, whenever, like, a serial killer gets caught, you have police from all over the country going to question them about this victim, just hoping that they'll admit to it even if they didn't do it Mm. just so they can close the case i'm surprised that didn't happen with um nora they didn't just get someone a pansy to stick the murder yeah it's kind of like also because i was reading up uh because i was talking about the neighborhood tenderline earlier and they're saying it's quite seedy and it's quite corrupt as well so and it kind of backs onto this area it's kind of all all of it is quite close together because like geary streets nearly part of Tenderloin or something. 
And so you're kind of wondering, why wouldn't, if there's police corruption, I guess, wouldn't you just try and find anyone? Yeah. There'd probably be, That's what I'd be do. plenty of people who could probably pin it on. I haven't got much more than that, to be honest. No, me either. That's like, because there was like nothing on it. Yeah. Which is why I sort of hate myself. I always pick cases. I don't know where I come up with these people. I don't know how I find them. Yeah. Right. But I pick them and there's like nothing on it. And I'm just like, oh shit, I just fucked myself over. But there's stuff for us to talk about. Yeah. The one kind of theory I had is that it was kind of a serial killer and possibly a serial killer who liked to move around. That is a possibility, but I I believe that it's more like what Madge Graham said. Because I do feel like Nora would have had some sort of relationship with mm. the person. Because she called saying, telling her mother that she was at the place and she clearly wasn't. Yeah. That's the one thing that makes me believe, okay, maybe it's not a random murderer, it's not a serial killer, maybe she didn't get tricked into meeting a person. Because she must have known she wasn't at that place, yet she still called her mother and told her she was coming back. Yeah, I sort of believe what Madge came forward and said. I feel like maybe she was seeing an older man or she knew someone. She was with that person. Yeah. The person clearly planned on killing her. But obviously, she was probably oblivious to that. Yeah. Why would she go if she knows she's going to get murdered? So she thought she'd come up with a clever cover story and then called her mother, but her mother wasn't going for it. And she said she had to go, come home. And then her, Norma agreed because she thought she was going to be back Monday. Yeah. But maybe the guy didn't want her to leave. See, my problem with like, the whole Tenderloin story... Is because uh, obviously we can't find out how often he'd be going to this restaurant, and no, it could have been just because he'd only rented the place for three days, but then he might have been around earlier. Because it said like frequent, but what's uh, you know for how long? Because if if he'd been going for like years, how long would he be kind of planning this or watching? Uh, you know, or how long had he known kind of Nora? I don't think he would have been gone for years because don't you think at that point the owner would know more about him? Because with regulars, you strike up conversations, right? Yeah. So he'd know more about him than, oh, we nicknamed him Tenderloin. Yeah. I'm not saying that this uh, John Bennett, Tenderloin, possibly Hawkins, Hadley, would have confessed all to this man, but he would have got to know him slightly. He would have made polite conversation. Yeah. Because if he didn't, and he was a frequent regular that had been coming there for years, that would be suspicious. Do you think it's a kind of... It'd be more like mine and Luigi's kind of relationship. Yeah. Luigi didn't know your name, but you talked to him all the time. Yeah, uh, well, I asked him for my order. <laughs> no, we didn't ask him. That was the beauty of it. Yeah, he just brought it to us. Yeah. He offered you a place to stay. <laughs> you could have taken him up on that. I know. You might have finished uni. Mm, I missed out on all those meals. I could have had that for breakfast yeah, literally every morning. You had it for breakfast, lunch and dinner, mate. I d- no, I did not. I had it for breakfast, mate. Sometimes every day, not uh, every day. Should, should we tell the story about your two breakfasts? Yeah, go on, man. <laughs> right, so me and a friend, Lana, we decided to not go to a lecture once and decide to go eat instead, which happened quite frequently, to be honest. So we were walking to the cafe, we saw Matt leaving, and we met and we made polite chit-chat and we said, oh, well, we better be going now and we're going to eat. Matt turned around, came back with us, ordered more food. Yeah, I should, I, I should have been going to a history lecture at that point. And you no one made you do anything, you, you just me. followed yeah, us. You convinced me. I uh, didn't say anything. or somehow, you convinced me. <laughs> I don't know how you did I it. have telepathy powers. Yeah. 
Um, but it, whatever he did, it worked, and I went and ordered more food. Although I was pretty stuffed by the end of it, so... Remember that time we spent, like, five hours oh, there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that was because it was raining, not because we were hungry. Like, every hour we'd go back and buy, like, a can of Coke yeah. just so they wouldn't kick us out. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, Matt. Yeah. Because I've said what I think happened. What do you think happened? Well, as I say, I think it's possibly a serial killer that mm. roams around America, maybe. I think she must have known the killer. Maybe that's what part of his stick, or whatever you call it, you know, gets to know the person. Yeah, builds up some sort of trust. Yeah. But that's quite risky for a serial killer if he's doing that. And, like, this Bennett, whoever his, whatever his name was, he was seen with her. Yeah. Frequently, and her friend knew his name, or the name that he'd given her, and had a description of her. People were, people were giving descriptions of him. If you're a serial killer, you don't do that. Yeah. If you're a serial killer, your attack should be random so people don't link them, link them to you. Perhaps he didn't, like, intend to ever do what he did, but he just ended up doing it somehow. Are you saying he's, like, one of those serial killers that thinks they're changing their ways? Like, um... No. The BTK killer? He might have never intended to kill her or anything. He might have just... I, I don't find that believable either, because he rented the house for exactly a month yeah, from that's... three days before the disappearance. strange, and rented furniture. Yeah. And not, like, enough to fill the house so it would be comfortable to live in. Just part of the house. Well, because they think the fact that she was incomposed, that she died on the day that she got there, I think that's what I read. So maybe, is my theory, maybe he just didn't want her to leave. Yeah, possibly. She Because, I mean, I mean, Mother said she didn't sound scared or anything, so... Yeah, so, again, I feel like she was comfortable in yeah. his presence. She must have known him. Yeah, so it wasn't was that mm. quite like forcing her to stay as such. She would she would have been like fine with staying in a way. No, but she agreed to with her mother that she was going to leave and come back on Monday. Mm. So she must have thought that was okay. Yeah, to, she was going to come back anyway. It's not like she was leaving and never coming back. Yeah, but maybe he didn't want her to leave for that weekend or however long it was. Yeah, it's an interesting one, Matt. Yeah, one that we'll never figure out. I, I, well, I'm pretty certain that she must have known the guy. The one thing I'm not sure... I don't... See, I don't really know much about the psychology of rape, whether it's something that you plan or whether it's just a bit kind of on the moment. Uh, I think it varies from person to person. Because he strangled her, so that makes me think it might have possibly been planned. Mm. Why do you think it was planned because of the strangling? I don't know. I just feel some... The whole strangling thing, I don't know. I just think that might be planned. I think do if you just rape was... someone... I think that can be kind of spur of the moment. That can just be, I don't know, your feelings getting over you or something. I was, yeah, I don't, see, I don't really know much about the psychology of rape, so... I, th- I think it's difficult to pinpoint. Some people, it's sexual gratification. Mm. Some people, it's having power over someone. Yeah. But I'd also like to point out, we don't know if the rape was post-mortem or not, so we don't know if she was dead already. I, I, think, I think I read that she probably was raped before she died. So maybe the strangulation could have been heat of the moment, and then when she died... Yeah. Also, the mutilation, how was that done? I was, don't is know. that part of the rape or was it? No, the bodily body was mutilated, so maybe she was tortured beforehand or afterwards. Yeah. He must have beat her somehow. Uh, on Reddit, they do have an interesting theory about the mutilation, although um, there's a bit of debate about this. There's an idea on here that she might have gone for an abortion or something. Um, and, of course, it being illegal. Like, there's a, yeah, it's a botched abortion, they think, possibly. Does that really answer the rape yeah, and strangulation, then? Yeah, like, so, someone on here says rape seems to be, like, 
a weird way to kind of cover your tracks if you'd killed someone in abortion. Yeah, because isn't that sort of worse? Yeah, whether it explains you the mutilation or not. Don't think so, because, like, I'm assuming by mutilation, it. I always thought it was, like, external mutilation, whereas if it was like a botched abortion, it would be more internal. It does sound a bit ripperish, kind of, almost. Yeah, because the way it was described, frightfully mutilated, I assume that it's external features that people can see. Yeah. So, a botched abortion, I'm not saying that it can't turn external, but I'm thinking it's more internal that they'd be mutilated with a fucking coat hanger yeah i'm not convinced by the abortion no I, just... I don't think so because i that wouldn't answer the rape or strangulation yeah like there'd be no point of it you just dump the body yeah and there's not much else i can think of other than that i'm just pretty certain that she must have somehow she must have known it maybe she wasn't seeing him but she must have been no, known to him and must have been comfortable with him because she lied about being there yeah she went along with a lie. She can't... She wasn't... It's not like she was tricked into... Go, well, she saw, like, She was tricked into going to the place, but she knew where she was going. Yeah. She knew where she was. She knew she wasn't at 1500 Geary Street. Yeah. So that would be, like, my only explanation because of that. If If that hadn't have happened, if she didn't make that phone call, I think maybe, yeah, maybe it was a serial killer, maybe it was a random murderer. Mm. But because of that, she, I feel like she has to have... Had to have known him. Yeah. And there were so many people corroborating Madge's story as well. So so you think this guy is just, like, a one-time murderer, then? I'm not saying that he didn't go elsewhere and do it to other girls. Mm. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Maybe he he um, thought he loved Nora and it was in the heat of the moment and then he got carried away. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like she he must have built some sort of relationship with her first. Yeah. It it wasn't just a random killing. She she cared for this man. Yeah. She was she trusted this man. I mean, it's not unusual for it like to be a kind of whole long term thing, and then you strike. Because I've heard about that before. There's people yeah. who, like getting they go with the whole marriage thing, and then about a year later they murder them. So he's clearly prepared to buy this time if if this was his intention all along. So, but I haven't got much else apart from that. No, 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 because it's like. It's the curse of me picking an episode. There's not going to be that much information out there on it. (laughs) Maybe I should stop picking the most obscure things. I don't think it helps. There's literally no official records on this either as well. There's not. It's not like the Clayton Miller one where I was just reading that, like, 40-something page long thing. There isn't. Other than, like, the newspaper clippings. And I had to to read quite a few to piece together everything as well. Because there was so much information left out of each one. Yeah, I'm not sure if you're reading the same thing as I am. It's Strange Company. I read... That was one of them. I read a couple... Uh, that That's the Reddit one, isn't no, it? No, the Reddit is... Um, that's a different one. That's okay, I read the Reddit one, that one, and then I read a clipping from San Francisco Chronicle, another blog, and then another newspaper clipping from the Newport something, yeah. whatever it was called. Chronicle or whatever. It's, what interests me about this like, the strange company one is they've got, don't think it's a photo or like it's kind of looks like a painting of her or something. Mm. She doesn't look 15 on there. She kind of looks. Yeah, just look, but we don't know how good the painting yeah. is and we don't know how hard her life was. Yeah. But I got told the other day that I did not look my age. Mm. They thought I was in my 30s and I was like, fucking thank you, man. Thanks. So how, how old am I going to look when I'm in my 30s and 40s? Yeah. 40s and 50s, great. Yeah. I'm not even close to being in my 30s, <laughs> by the way. I'm only 23. Someone said, once said I look 35, and I'm just like, what the oh. fuck, man? 
what that the fuck? Like, <laughs> no, because like I go through like some people. I, sometimes I still get IDs in shops. Sometimes people think I'm like 17 or 18, and then you've got the other side of the spectrum that people probably don't have any idea of age. Yeah, they think I'm in my 30s. Yeah, like seriously, how that's like a massive span. And I'm I'm, I'm baby faced. So I don't look like I'm in my 30s. Yeah, it must be how I dress sometimes. I also, guess because when I'm at, like at work and stuff, I have to dress in office yeah. clothes. Also, we don't because yeah, we don't really know how affluent she was as well. So I'm assuming not. Very, because she went out to work at 15. If she was affluent, she would have just been married She could off. have ended up being a prostitute, possibly. Particularly being so... Well, she had a mother and a brother. Mm, because Tenderloin, as I say, in the name, that, that's always like been famous for kind of the crime and prostitution and stuff like that. And it's pretty... So you say maybe this guy kidnapped her to try and force her into prostitution? No. I, well, not necessarily, but I think it's something to think about. I think, because she had a family, right? And prostitutes, usually they don't really have anyone to depend on. Yeah. But she had a, both a mother and a brother. But if they're not very affluent. I don't hear about much about her brother, but she had one. If they've not got much I money. I don't think it would be prostitution she'd turn no. to. She was looking for legitimate work. She wanted to be an actress, so... Yeah. So maybe she would, yeah, maybe she would have become a prostitute. I'm not slating actresses. Yeah. I'm just saying that sometimes they get to, wannabe actresses take, get taken advantage of. And they can never make it to what or the success they want to. And the thing about being an actor and actress, right, is you always have to be ready to go on an audition last minute. You can't exactly have, like, a proper job or a proper career as a backup. So, um, yeah, prostitution's an option. Waitressing is another. And there's only so many waitressing positions available. I think I'd prefer to do the prostitution than the waitress. Of course you would, of course you would, of course you would. I'm not saying anybody that's an actress or is trying to become an actress is a prostitute. I'm yeah, just saying I wouldn't be you surprised are. if that was how some people made their money because there's no fixed You're hours. saying they're prostitutes. No, no, there's no fixed hours. You get to set your own rate, which was great if, you know, you're a high-class one. But, yeah, it's an option out there for any wannabe actresses. If you, if you want to make it in Los Angeles and you need a way to support yourself, maybe join the Dork Seduction Brothel. Yeah, and as we established on that episode, there's nothing wrong with prostitution. There's nothing wrong with prostitution as long as you've got a good, nice pimp. A lovely pimp. Which will be me, apparently. I'll be the madame of the brothel. Yeah. Oh, God, I am. <laughs> I just realised. Why? The past couple of episodes, why with the brothel? The what? Our buckle Our started buckle. this. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you and your brothel. I don't know. It'll become world-renowned, I bet. Dork's deduction brothel. Oh, I th- I, no, no, I, I can picture it now. We would have our prostitutes dress up as, like, characters from Star Trek and Star Wars and stuff like that, Why? because we're dorks. Because so, we're dorks, the dorks deduction. I don't, I don't like either of those two things. No, no, not just those, just anything sort of fanboyish. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can get that. So, that. That'll be the theme of the dorks deduction brothel. I can picture it in my head. You need someone with Cillian Murphy's eyes. Perhaps we could tempt Cillian Murphy to be a prostitute. Do you think he'd fall for it? I'd fall for him. I'd be his madame. (laughs) I mean, okay, silence. (laughs) (laughs) Shall shall I talk about that? Anyway. Because that's what I've been meaning to talk about for a while. Oh, right, yeah. San Francisco has a place called Knob Hill. (laughs) <laughs> and, um, and also, does that have to do anything? Does that have anything to do with Nora? Not, not as such. But I just want to bring it up just because it's entertaining, and it's a bit. You need a bit of lightheartedness at the end of this because it is quite dark. 
And yeah. but you know, I was mentioning tenderloin. Well, there's a bit in between called tender knob, and that is literally what people call it. They call it sometimes they call it tender knob or the tender knob. I just okay. Think that's so, so wait, first of all, tenderloins. Yeah. And tender knob. Oh, that's great. It's amazing. Yeah, oh my god, we should open up a brothel in like the cross section of those places. Mm. Well, you know, you say tenderloins tents make you think of something else. Tenderloins. Yeah. I think they they think why it might have been called that is to do with like the prostitution and stuff like that. So the loins of the prostitutes, essentially. Okay. So so we will open up a branch of the door seduction called brothel. Tenderloin. <laughs> in, yeah, like in between tenderloin yeah. and tender knob. Because tenderloin is that steak? I I, th- I think I so. I do quite like steak, so I d- I do. I don't like steak. Do you? No, it's too hard. You're probably getting it from the wrong place. If you're getting it, if it's hot. Oh, I don't like... Oh, I, don't, I don't eat much meat anywhere other than chicken, and even chicken I eat very rarely. Mm. So. I don't you, you got To be honest, you've got to go to a good place for a good steak. Yeah, but I A just, lot of places, it's expensive as well. So. It's very heavy. Yeah. I just can't... Oh, it can be really nice if you get good stuff, though. But I, <laughs> okay. I would go to this brothel place if it had steak. Oh, maybe we should have, like, a restaurant waiting area sort of thing, with, like, a bar and restaurant. Mm. So it could people could have the girlfriend experience. Oh my god, <laughs> this is it. This is our new business yeah. plan. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna have a bar and restaurant. So like, but then patrons would have to still pay for the food and drink. Yeah, I'll earn me some more money. So like, they could have the girlfriend experience with their prostitute and then take them upstairs. Yeah, to be honest, this is gold. I'd, I'd be a prostitute if if you paid me in state. Yeah, I I wouldn't hire you. Matt. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Sorry. I would be the main attraction. Come on. <laughs> to who? C.B. Hawkins. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, there's not much more we can say on this actual case. Yeah. Other than, yeah, I think she knew her murderer. But mm. we'll never really know. Not for sure. Yeah. The only other thing is that this has got nothing really to do with the case. But Sutter Street, these days, it's actually quite nice. It's got, like, skyscrapers and shit. We're, like, advertising San Francisco. Oh, yeah, it's also, I think if you ever played... We've got the brothel, the tenderloin, Sutter Street. If you ever played uh, Grand Theft Auto or something like that, I think some of them are I used to just play it to kill people. Yeah, because I think there's one set in San Francisco. There's some driving video game. And I'm pretty sure that street's on there because it's one where it goes up and down a lot. Okay. I know that's got nothing to do with Nora, but I just thought I'd... It has nothing to do with anything. I just thought I'd put that out. Grand Theft Auto did not pay us for advertising. No. Although they should do. They should do. So, Grand Theft Auto, once you've heard this episode, because we know you will, uh, send us some money through your, um, I don't know, PayPal. You can send us a cheque. Yeah. You can direct debit. Who, who else should we get? money from san francisco the state of san francisco that is that a state it's just a we've city. mentioned tenderloin a lot so i think we should get some tenderloin, steak so or something anger steakhouses everywhere yeah. <laughs> send us money yeah. <laughs> and brothels we advertise brothels a lot so give us prostitutes as well yeah maybe don't send us the money just in case at this point our bank accounts are being monitored yeah. We'll have to kind of create an offshore account or something. Yeah. And it seems very complex. I'd rather work cash in hand, to be yeah. honest. Anyway, I think that's the episode done. So, unless is there anything else you need to say about this case? She's dead. What's, what more is there to say? No one found She's out. She's dead. I mean, She's been dead for 114 yeah. years. Um, to be honest, you yeah. chose this one, so it's your fault. 
really. I blame what, you. How's this I my blame fault? you. You killed her. Yeah, yeah. I, I dropped it. I jumped in our time machine and went back in time just to yeah. kill her so we'd have an episode for now this you week. you can be the one to do it. I'm always the one going back in time <laughs> killing people. That's because you're always the one too lazy to actually upload this shit or edit <laughs> it. I have to do all the work. I need some fun, okay? My fun is writing the description where Matt is. I make great contributions to this recording. <laughs> okay, I have to spend hours editing and uploading it. Okay, this is my—that was my reward for doing so—is blaming it on you mm, or my family or your what, Richie Edwards? You blamed my parents and quite a few, didn't you? Oh yeah, because they did the Roswell. Yeah, exactly. They did that plane crash that we talked about once. We talk about a plane crash, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did. Stendek. Oh, yeah, Stendek. That's the one. Stardust. I'm losing my memory. Yeah, so it was all Matt. Matt went back in time in the time machine. Yeah, and killed you. Nora, so we'd have an episode for this week. Yeah, well, it's been fascinating anyway. Yes. Even though so, we haven't um, worked out what happened to her. We never will. Well, I, I, yeah, I'm pretty certain that was someone she knew, but that's it. Could be anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... If you'd like to email us and tell us how great or shit we are, you can email us at thedorkseduction at gmail.com. You can tweet us or you could Facebook us. Or you can send us a message on Facebook. Apparently my response time is 15 minutes, which is great because I don't... It's a good response time because we don't actually get that much, to be honest. Not going to lie. Also, I'd like to thank people that have been following us on SoundCloud because we've had quite... We've, we've gotten a few follows over the last few few weeks and i'm sorry i didn't mention it before but soundcloud doesn't send notifications to my phone for some reason i don't know why not any of the important stuff it sends me say stuff saying oh maybe listen to this track doesn't say anything about my fucking account though does it oh, awful. it's a bit yeah. shit it's a bit shit so yeah thank you for following us we hope you enjoy yeah and share us to your friendlings and p- other people yeah. that you don't like if if we're really shit Send us to people that you don't like so you can torture them. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't like us at all, send us to your enemies. Yeah, and, and trust me, we're excruciating torture. Um, yeah, if you don't yeah. like us. I feel like we're probably Marmite. You're either going to fucking hate us or you're actually going to think we're quite amusing. Yeah. I mean, I think people will love me. I mean, that's, that's just <laughs> yeah. natural, you know. People are going to think, why does she swear? Like, she sound, her voice isn't very nice. She sounds pretty proper. Why does she swear every other word? Yeah. The answer, people, is I really don't know. Discuss. And um, I could never that's work. You. Yeah. I could never work on live, like, radio or anything <laughs> like that because I don't know when the swear words are coming out of my mouth. They just sort of happen. I only realise when I'm editing it. I'm just like, why do I yeah. just swear here? To be honest, listeners, I cut out quite a lot of the swearing, <laughs> yet there's still a lot in there. Yeah. I could imagine you on radio just going, fucking this, fucking that. Yeah, I'd need to be on at, like, 11pm. <laughs> Even then, I don't think they'd let that much swearing. On a pirate radio yeah. station. <laughs> anyway, I think we need to say goodbye, don't we? We do. Okay, so we hope you enjoyed this episode, and don't hesitate to contact us. Yeah. Don't hesitate. Unless I'm particularly busy because Matt never seems to respond to the messages. I don't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) I just say, oh, much appreciated. Thank you. I hope you enjoy. Okay. Anyway, goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Au revoir. Adios. I know that one. (laughs) Piss off. Bye. Bye.